0: You just don't want to talk really. I'm just about that action, boss. It's about that action with Wes Bryant and Patrick Rowland. What's going on out there? Here we go. Week was it 12 now? Yeah. The weeks are just flying by. They are. Uh, we're by. coming down the stretch. ACC championship is set. Uh you are inside about that action with Wes B. and Patrick K. Ronan, the name that sounds like a Notre Dame wide receiver. Uh, that's I yeah. But ACC championship is set. Miami and Clemson will be playing in the Queen City. Yeah, baby. Uh, well, we have a not very picturesque view of that outside. There's probably some brushes and a news station right across from us. Yeah. But, but we'll pretend it's the skyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Experience. We can act like Brett but You're looking live. And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah, man. We, we got this going on. Miami looked absolutely unstoppable. Yeah. Shoot. Saturday. Uh, I know that I picked Notre Dame. And. That didn't go so well. I picked Notre Dame, too, if I remember yeah, right. Yeah, we each picked Notre Dame. Yeah. And, um, yeah, the offensive of line. They, just, bat,
1: they baptized Notre Dame. They did. They baptized them. Yes. I mean, it the was. The
0: atmosphere was Liddy, yeah. City, McGritty. Liddy City. Mitty, and Miami gritty. was the leaders of the committee. Yes. It was Yeah, yes. it was outrageous. Yeah, yeah. Well, Ed Reed was on the sideline, yeah. looking like uh, one of Jesus' uh, brothers or something <laughs> like that. Uh, it it was crazy Uh, the atmosphere was was absolutely electrifying and it's good to see that type of atmosphere back in Miami again Uh, most of the time when you really only see that was the Florida State game perhaps but now they kind of smell it Mm -hmm. so to speak uh, how good they are and uh, Malik Rosier who coming into that game was playing really well at home yeah Um, but they were just clicking on all cylinders Mm -hmm. man and the turnovers and um, the turnover chain has become a phenomenon. It was, it's
1: the it's the most popular thing in college football right now. The
0: gold was flowing. Yeah. Uh, and so it was an absolute dominant performance. And now, you know, after we saw Clemson take care of Florida State, albeit in a kind of game that was a little bit – Closer Closer than than what it
1: looks like if you're just checking the final score.
0: Could have been Florida State's last stand. Yeah, um, but they had some chances, but just Mm -hmm. the youth of James Blackman undid them. Yeah, but many people now are wondering as these two are two and three in the college football playoff ranking. Is Miami the best team in the ACC? Uh, I'm not ready
1: to give them that quite yet. Um, I'm ready to – I mean, the U is fully back. I was not convinced that the U was back after the Virginia Tech win. Mm. Just because it's one win – Against you know Virginia Tech is a good team but you know they're not elite um, you know if they would have had a letdown against Notre Dame you know especially if it was a bad letdown like if they would flip the script and Notre Dame had come in there and wax them yeah then it, then obviously it all is back to nothing mm-hmm. but after that performance and like you said the energy in that stadium and everything I think they're fully back um, the U is the U but. They just haven't done it as consistently as Clemson's done it. I mean, yeah. they're kind of the same team. If you kind of look at their strengths, as you know, like of the front seven is really what sets the tone. But uh, I just can't. I'm, I'm not ready to give it to them yet. Um, I think it's. I think it's a conversation now, which it wouldn't have been, you know, even three weeks ago. But uh, I'm not quite. I'm not quite ready to say they're better than Clemson.
0: Okay. Um... The thing is, do you look at Miami's pedigree and that substitutes for their lack of recent big game experience? Do you say when they get in this game, if these two come into this game, two and three, do you say now... Okay, but it's Miami. Is that the thing? Because I know college football, to me, I've always believed it's big on pedigree. Mm-hmm. That's why I was so surprised when Clemson was able to win that elusive national championship because it's such a pedigree sport. The teams right. that are, have always been on top usually are on top. Right. You're talking Ohio State. You're talking, um, you know, just take your pick. Alabama's right. all world, things like that. So with Miami, do you look at them and say, okay, just the pedigree will carry them in these big game moments or is it just truly – uh the lack of experience because Clemson is now this will be their fifth uh this will be their their fifth straight ACC championship game if I'm not mistaken. Uh, let me see. double check that. I know they've won three.
1: It might be four. Uh
0: let me that. let me double check that.
1: Florida State got there a
0: couple a few years ago, didn't they? Uh twenty thirteen maybe. Yeah. Uh but either way okay I'm sorry fifth time overall okay. and the third straight season yeah and they've won three yeah so um, you know Clemson is gonna be ready for this type of environment even mm-hmm. though they have a lot of new pieces as well right Um. so I think kinda I would say even Steven in some of these categories especially the main one at quarterback neither one of these guys has been there right now Kelly Brown has been there and absorbed yeah it but it's not the same as getting out oh, of the plane. Oh, yeah. Big I,
1: difference between standing on the sidelines yes. in between a bunch of people and being the one guy under center.
0: Especially secondary. against a secondary like this. This oh, Miami yeah. defense, their secondary and the front four Which to me, I mean, really when you look at this Miami defense, do you really see much of a weakness? And that's not. the thing is when I watched another game, I really started to question. I'm like, are they the best team? Because preseason I picked for the state. So, Clemson is kind of new hat for me as far as – you know, I knew they were going to be a contender. Right. But they're like new hat for me as far as them, uh, you know, me saying, okay, they're the best team, clear cut. Right, right. You know? So, now with Miami playing the defense that they're playing, Rozier looking good. Yeah. They got the skill guard. We still – Amon Richards is still waiting to bust out.
1: We don't know if he's ever going to bust. We out. don't know if that's going to happen. <laughs> we we uh, keep asking.
0: We keep hoping for it every week. And we do
1: the, He just doesn't do yeah. it. But they continue to to play well. They're playing better and better. So and
0: also very interesting is I saw uh, on TV the other day a Vegas handicapper came on and he showed their college football rankings in Las Vegas and they had Miami 9th. at nine, which is a far cry nine? from three. Vegas does not have a lot of respect for the Canes.
1: Damn. I mean, I don't know if Mark Richter is, you know, about touting Vegas lines, but if I'm him, I'm blowing that up five feet wide, sticking it on every surface of the locker room. But why do you think even
0: still after those wins that they're not? I think it's just
1: because Miami's body of work, if you're really looking at it, is just not – they have two good wins, and that's it. That is it. And Virginia Tech's not as good of a win as it was two weeks ago because they lost this week. So – I think it's just a general overall. Like Clemson's, pe- Clemson's, they got what seven wins against like teams with a winning record or inside the F- FBI or FPI, you know, yeah. uh, top fifty something like that. And and Miami has has only a few. So I think it's just the overall that they, they haven't proven themselves throughout the entire season the same way Clemson has. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, if they if they click and they play like they showed on Saturday. They could they they could be the best team in the in for the conference. sure.
0: I mean the defense they 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 lead the nation in tackles for loss. Mm-hmm. They're tops in turnovers. Right. are secondary, uh, I do believe they lead in interceptions. I uh, double check that. Yes, they do. They yeah, lead I'd the eighty-four interceptions. So I mean, this is a defense that you get everything you want. You get sacks. You get tackles behind the line of scrimmage, right. and you get turnovers. You right. get interceptions. For quarterback Kelly Bryant that only has uh, seven touchdown passes and his you know quarterbacking skills have been kinda taken the task a little bit. Right. Um, you know, it begs the question that you know what will he do facing a defense like this? Because especially if Miami can put them in those keep them off schedule mm-hmm. if they can control that Clemson running game right. because their linebacking tree are arguably the best in the country. Yeah, you know what I'm it's saying? It's incredibly, really incredibly not good, really really a true weakness on this Miami nah, defense. Now, I know they gave up some, and that may be why. You know, they had some games where they gave us some points early to, like, Akron. Right. Some of those teams, like, that. they gave
1: up 32 to Toledo. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah. Toledo, I'm sorry. I always yeah. get
0: those two confused. But Toledo's a really good offense. Right. But, you know, they've given us some points, but I think now they're kind of rounding into shit. Mm-hmm. But they're clicking for sure, and they weren't earlier.
1: But now, I mean, there's no more. The swag, the swag of the youth starts on that defense. Yeah. It starts on the defense, yes. and it'll end on the defense because... They're gonna be they're gonna be what sets the tone in the in the championship game, and if they can get a turnover early, oh boy,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially so oh when boy. that turnover chain gets yeah. the, coming out, man. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, that game isn't for a couple of weeks, and we still have a couple of more games left to play. Can not we just cut? Can we just cut? Those I wish we could, out. but unfortunately, it is college football, and things do happen. They do, like the show Stranger Things. Stranger things happen on Saturdays. That's a good point. This 12 o'clock matchup with the Virginia Cavaliers, a lot of people are looking at that. And I've seen a lot of national pundits this week talking about how um, we know what the atmospheres have been like for their last couple of games. Right. Now you don't have that. It's right. 12 o'clock. The Miami party goers are still waking from their oh, slumbers. Yeah. It's going to look like the first quarter yeah. of the heat yeah. game. We know how the heat <laughs> games go. That's yeah. what I'm saying. This is 12 o'clock. This is Virginia. They're looking at Virginia as a country team. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's Virginia. So, and Virginia's going to be coming into this game like this is their Super Bowl. They have an excellent head coach in Bronco Mendenhall. They have a pretty good quarterback and yeah. Cut Banker. They have a dangerous receiving core. Uh-huh. They can run the ball. They're good on special teams. And they got a couple of defensive players yeah. that are difference makers. Right. So with that said, how worried on a scale of 1 to 10 are you about the Canes this Saturday at noon?
1: I'd put it at like a 4. Okay. I'm not really worried they're going to lose. Um, I, I see what people are saying that it's going to be maybe – it might be one of those – Midseason season Miami games, you know, like Georgia Tech and Florida State where they're kind of, you know, fourth quarter. It's not – might not be as, uh, you know, as close to a loss as those games were. But um, Miami's favored by 19.5 points, 20 somewhere. I would put my life savings on Virginia with the points. That's a lot of points. I do not think they're going to blow them out like that. Yeah, I don't I think either. Virginia hangs in. For a while, but that's a that's a lot of points. I think Miami wins. I think uh but I don't think it's like I don't think it's a blowout.
0: Yeah, I mean the only thing about it is that I think Miami has good leadership mm-hmm. from a Shaq quarterman. Right. And guys like that. I also think that they have players, you know, like I said, the players from the past. I think there's a sense around the program right now. That hey, this is our time, this is it, the time is now, let's seize the opportunity. Right. And I think that is what will keep them from faltering in this game. Mm -hmm. I think that they will come out and say, Hey, we are closer than ever to where we wanna get to. Let's not let this game trip us up. Let's come out, be prepared and play as such. Mm I think that's what will save them. But this could be a very dangerous game. But even in their yes in their their days of yesteryear, they had some games sometimes. I vividly remember the Boston College game when it took the Air oh, yeah. taking the ball oh, man. from uh Whew, I who it back. Was. yeah. But that game I think they won like, you know, it was a it was a rough one. Right. So, you know, championship teams sometimes they're gonna Oh, they're gonna be those it. games throughout yeah.
1: the season that you're gonna have. I mean, look at Clemson last year, if N C State makes that what 33, 35 thirty-five-yard field goal? Yes. And see, Clemson does not have a ring on their yes. finger right now. Yeah. Like so, you can look. You know, there's always plays in a season where you can look back and see, you know, man. You know, we only we barely skirted by mm-hmm. this team, or mm-hmm. and Miami's already had their fair share. Yeah. But um, I almost feel like that plays to the Miami's advantage oh, a little yeah. bit. You know, they get yeah. down to a situation where you know they're down a touchdown or a field goal late in the game, and they got to have a drive. They're kind of sitting there on the sidelines thinking, we, you know, we've done this three or four times this season, like, well, let's just go do it again, you know. Yeah. Um, so they're kind of – they're – as much as they haven't had as much of – as a, uh, as vigorous as a schedule as mm-hmm. Clemson has had, the way they've had to win the games yeah. I feel like kind of is a funny – Right, yeah. is almost a funny advantage for them that, like, even though they're not beating quality teams as badly as Clemson was, they're they're having to grind it out and find – and there's something to be said for a team that can just find a way to win.
0: So, Clemson this week, you want to break down Clemson and the Citadel? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know why these teams play these type of games late in the year. Uh, yeah. Season ticket holder, I'd be very upset if I had this, to go see this game this late in the year. The second
1: to last game of the season, Cupcake,
0: is like... This is, is a two. August, no later than mid-September game. Everyone does it now, too. All the yes. big teams are doing it. That's I couldn't outrageous. believe that when I looked at it, that the Citadel has beaten them five times in their history. <laughs> what? That's what I couldn't believe when I looked at this game. What? I was like, you have got to be kidding me. Oh, my. Um, yeah, you're talking about uh, – now, let's not, you know, give the Citadel too much nah. uh, here. But, yeah, overall, they have a 31-5-1 and uh, series record. There was a
1: tie in there? Yeah. There was a tie. A tie. Five victories for five the Bulldogs. Five victories and a tie for the Bulldogs. Yeah, Well, hey, Unbelievable. All of Anything can happen. You go get it, Bulldogs.
0: <laughs> you go so, in there and do your thing. How are you feeling about Clemson after last week? How confident do you feel that they are championship-esque? Um, what, what championship are we talking here? Both. Oh, okay.
1: Um. I'm I'm pretty the same on Clemson, man. They're kind of they're kind of on cruise control with me right now. Mm. Um, They're at idle idling speed. You know they've gotten up to their thirty thousand.
0: So they're still the team to beat for you.
1: Yeah, for sure. They they're definitely the team to beat. Defending ACC, defending national champions. I mean, they're the team to beat not only the ACC but everywhere.
0: I just came. believe Kelly Brown only has seven touchdowns. That is that is. How do you have that many four and five star receivers than you? And I know those receivers, those young bucks. I know they're sitting there like. They're probably
1: just as unhappy.
0: No one's more unhappy
1: about his seven touchdown passes than those receivers.
0: Cause they got to come back and play with him next year. Uh huh. And yeah. they're like, God, man, like if this is, I mean, what's going on? Yeah,
1: yeah, it's tough. You know. I mean, I will say though, Kelly Bryant. I mean, for in terms of facing that Miami front four and those linebackers and whatnot, I think the Auburn game is going to be big. You know, he he saw he saw a pretty pretty talented defense in Auburn that has some. They got some guys on that front line too. I mean, if anybody watched that Georgia game, that Auburn team it was out outstanding. Yeah. I mean that with the way Miami played, the way Auburn played, they but bring I think that, they're playing better. If they bring that to any game against yeah. any opponent,
0: they win. And you I think Auburn's playing them. better than they're playing better what now they than did they, the they were at the beginning right. of the season. Because at right. the end of the season they couldn't score, they couldn't throw it in mm-hmm. the broadside of a barn. And no. that's the difference to me, I would say. Is that Miami will be able to score some points? Like you're not going to give Miami the ball in plus territory like they did to Auburn, right? And expect it to just keep shutting them out, right? This not going to no. happen. No, it's not. Um, but I, think, I think
1: that was a big game for Kelly Brown. I think uh, he's a little he's he's seen some he's seen some pretty solid defenses, but but Miami's going to be a it's going to be a new test for him because. Yeah, uh, I don't think he see the energy that they're going to bring on defense. I don't think anyone's brought that Now, energy.
0: Clemson's also another team that I've heard from some people. They're not quite getting all the respect either. I've heard they're riding mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson's coattails. I've heard uh, a lot of different things. I've even heard people talk about the schedule, which perplexes me uh, that people would. But I've say heard about strength them? of schedule. Like, uh, what they say? They said – I heard Joe clap, which I like him, but he said that Oklahoma had more, I guess as far as today, top 15 wins than they have had this season. I guess he's saying where the teams are ranked. Right, where they are right now. He he said that they had three and Clemson had two, um, but he felt that Clemson, uh, he felt that neither Clemson nor Miami deserved to be as high as what they are. so Wow. And I think Clemson's offensive output, too, is part of the reason people feel that way, too. Um, I mean, Clemson is really a mirror of Alabama. Yeah, they're they're, they're incredibly similar. Yeah, they're, they're passing similar. out. I mean, Jalen Hurts and Kelly Bryant are very similar mm-hmm. um, and just the, the way that they play offense. Right. And so they even wear the same number. Yeah. <laughs> now Clemson finishes up with South Carolina after this week, which I think could be a tricky game for them down in Columbia. Incredibly tricky. I mean you know more than that, tricky. That's that's just the, that's a
1: big game. Yeah, because you know game.
0: that South Carolina wants nothing more than to ruin oh, yeah. the playoff hopes of the Clemson. That's Lions. South
1: Carolina's bowl game.
0: 100%. Oh, for sure. 100%. It's their national championship. Oh, yeah.
1: And they, they already announced it's like a 730 kick or something. So it's a night game in yeah. Columbia. That game that game is going to be – that's going to be a super lit game. Oh, for
0: sure. <laughs> yeah. And it always is when those two play each right. other. Right. It's been a little, there's no national It's been a little boring as of late, that yeah, cause robbery, because Clemson cause
1: Clemson's been, just yeah. been destroying them. Yeah. But, like, it, that's going to – it's going to come back this year. That robbery is, is getting some, some new blood in that Yeah, I think that's going to be a good game, too.
0: Yeah. Um, and then, like I said, you look across the rest of the league this week. I mean, just not a lot. I mean, you got like I said, the, the Noles playing Delaware State. Uh, you think Florida State can finish up <laughs> winning the rest of their games?
1: Uh, I almost hope that they do, just so them putting that six That's that, that game, game that cheap game on the back. end. <laughs> but the funny thing is, is like how how satisfying is it going to be for Clemson and Miami team players and fans? That on the same day that you guys are playing in the <laughs> ACC Championship game. Oh, oh, yes. That game is December. That game against Louisiana oh. Monroe that they put back on the schedule like two weeks ago oh. is December 2nd. So, the, so it is the same day that the ACC Championship the is ACC going on. You know, if you're looking Miami and Clemson, you're looking at <laughs> arguably your biggest rival in the ACC. And while you guys are playing for an AC championship, they rescheduled Louisiana Monroe to try to get a cheap sixth win and keep their bowl game going. Nothing would – I mean, poetic justice would – not even describe oh my how goodness. beautiful that would be. So that's got And I know the, I'm pretty, an ACC guy. That's and pretty and funny for Miami kind of and Clemson fans that, that they'll be playing in the championship on the same day. Yeah, and I
0: paid no attention that's to funny. the fact that they're playing that game on the same day. It's hilarious. That's it's so that should be so an ACC doublehead on ABC. Yeah. They should show Florida State, Louisiana, Monroe, <laughs> To get you warmed up for the championship. Oh man, man. that's just that's brutal. Dan <laughs> Black with those three picks and they lose twenty four to twenty one. That's brutal. Off that's a fifty five yard field goal yeah. to win the game.
1: And then if they like, you know, if they don't beat Florida and they go into that that add on game at the end of the year with four wins where that game really doesn't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. It went from not mattering at all to really not mattering at all then you're just i mean the embarrassment on top of that is just yeah uh, yikes. <laughs> yikes
0: it'd be
1: bad yikes
0: um then y'all saw my demon Deeks now. I let's gotta, get your Deeks I Deeks gotta, in gotta puff love. my yeah. chest out a little let's bit. Let's give it.
1: Let's give both 65. our schools a little love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tellin' how I guys. got
0: nice win Good wins from our
1: on the road. On the road. Good upset victory from the heels. Yeah, man, we fought hard. Nathan Hope. Elliott. Nathan Elliott looked good in his first so career start. Do you think start. he's
0: gonna take Chance Loren's job? Ah oh, man, because I had Chaz a rat peg as the future.
1: I am, I have him that too. I you know I I, right. I did tweet earlier this year. You know he would be 2019 ACC Player of the Year. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, you get, still? I might need to delete that. that. Right. I might need to delete that midway yeah. through next season. But um, I do still think that that Chaz is the he's the future and he's the guy. Mm. I think it's more of Larry's kind of sending a message to him that like this isn't this is not your job. Like, you know, there are other guys here that can play and other mm-hmm. guys I will play if you're not playing well. Um, which also, I mean, the season was a, a wash yes. after, you know, four or five games when our record was terrible and we had a million guys out for the season. So I think it was more of like a extended learning moment for mm-hmm. him than it necessarily is that Nathan Elliott's going to take his job.
0: Okay. But your um, Deeks, man. Yeah. 64. 64 pounds, largest, that's a, that's a most lot. total yards between two teams. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, um, ACC most record. Most total, y'all, yeah, ACC record. Most points
1: by a Syracuse opponent in the history of the Carrier Dome. I could not believe it. when I 37 turned, years that place has been there. No one's on ever scored TV more points. When
0: I and saw, because, I mean, you know, we're working on Saturdays and stuff like that, and when I see that we have 40 and it's like eight minutes to go in the third, I'm like, what in the world is going on? And for the deep, that's two straight weeks throwing up some serious points. Yeah. Uh, we went to Notre Dame and hung 40. Uh, and then sneaky offense the Deeks sneaky man the offense he's cutting it loose John Wall yeah. for leading the conference in the Deeks are, they're getting a little respect
1: though Uh stay woke on they're favored against NC State as we should they be because favored we are by, going to win they, the doggone game they are favored by a point and a half we will win the game against number 19 NC State yes. so I, I like I like what I'm seeing I we like that going, getting we respect. are going
0: to be there and I you know sometimes when I get deep in my convictions about <laughs> certain things I'm pretty right most of the time <laughs> Uh, and I'm definitely deep in my convictions. When I talk about this game this week, I say I have no doubt that they're going to beat NC State. All right. This is a senior day game. These guys have gotten embarrassed by State the last two years, but also when you break down the X's and O's, the way our offense is playing right now, mm-hmm. spreading the field. Uh Like I said, Wofford went over 350 passing, and, and then uh, Matt Coburn went over 200 yeah, rushing. 227 uh, or something. That's what I'm saying. So it's like when you look at that, and you talk about NC State defense, like I said, their front four is really good. Yeah. Uh there's no doubt about it. But that pass defense, we're talking twelfth um in the league. I mean, you can you can pass the ball on these guys. Yeah. And so um and they're eighth overall in total defense and then they're scoring defense, not the statue of death, but you know, they're seven. So I mean they they they're they're fairly decent, but I think yeah. that but special. the way to neutralize you Know a defensive lineman like Bradley Chubb, who is just bona fide, one of the best defensive. I think, on oh, the all time sure. ACC yeah. team. He will probably be one of the defensive ends. Oh, yeah!
1: Probably. Shout out to him also. He uh broke Mario Williams, yes. all time NC State sack record and tackles for loss. So now he, yeah, now he holds tackles for loss. Yeah, he's been like sacks. 56,
0: uh, 56 and a half, I think, tackles for yeah. loss and then 26, and 26 sacks. sacks,
1: yeah, with three games to play.
0: So yes. that's, that's pretty impressive, yes.
1: and he did that. Dope little circle runner. Yeah, he did a lot
0: Did you see him dancing too? <laughs> yeah, he was time? having a good he was yeah, having really, a really He was
1: having a really bad really really eight tackles,
0: time. two and a half tackles for loss and uh, I mean two and a half sacks mm-hmm. and four tackles four, yeah. for loss. I'd dance like Same. that too. I'd be having a good time. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, but my Demon mm-hmm. Dix, like I said, I have no question. I think we're gonna beat them. I think State's offense is pretty good, but our defense, especially against the pass, uh, is pretty good. I think we can limit uh what they wanna do. Um, to me, the key to that offense is just limiting Naheem Hines. Yeah. I think if you can keep his big runs in check, mm-hmm. I think the rest of that offense is not, you know, anything to be that worried about. Um, and then, like I said, Wake right now. Offense is just clicking. John off it does not turn over the football. And the thing that can help against a defensive end like Bradley Chubb, is what I'm saying, is the quick passing game, getting the football right. um, in and out. Yeah. Um, you know, so – I think that's going to be uh, a really good game. Uh, it's probably the second, the second best game on the, the oh, slate. Like, probably the sure. best game on the slate as far as you're talking about just true X's and O's, who's going to win. Oh, um, for, yeah, it's definitely the best. Miami just has the most intriguing game right. because you want to see if they will falter. Like Biggie said, they pray for my downfall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, let's see what else you got on the schedule. I mean, Boston College, UConn at Fenway Park. Yeah, um, kind of cool, yeah. but like, uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, next you got uh, Georgia Tech and Duke. Uh, yeah, uh, Pittsburgh, Virginia Tech. Uh, you know, it's a very home week yeah. on the schedule. Uh, cool you got one. Louisville, Syracuse, which has another chance to be a very entertaining game. Yeah, that could be a, a, a lot of people thought that could be a fifty to forty game. A lot of people thought after Syracuse beat. Uh, Clemson that they were, you know, kind of trending up and they've kind of trended back down. Yeah. Uh going against the um the you know quarterback guard uh, LeBron Jackson Action Jackson first player in division one history yeah. to go three thousand one thousand. Twice. He's uh twice in a C- Yes, twice. twice. First yeah, player back yeah, to yeah, twice yeah. Back, to back. yeah back to back. Pretty impressive stuff. Yeah he's unbelievable. Jackson. So you would expect nothing less from him against the accusing right. this was the team that he made his bacon on. Yeah. The Lamar right. legend this was the leap. began yeah. in the carrier. Domain. It did. I
1: would never forget where I was. Like, yeah. that's one of those places. I was on the back porch. At my house, my parents just redid the back deck. Really nice stuff. It's beautiful yeah. out there. Good uh-huh. stuff, mom and dad. Yeah. But uh, we were watching the game out there, and we were just kind of, you know, chatting and whatever, whatever. And it was just on in the background. He jumped over him. I took off. I'm I've, I've running in circles, screaming and yelling, telling tell my mom to come watch the replay. Yeah, all that. I mean, on um, maybe the best play I've seen in person or I've seen live in a lot. Uh, maybe. Yeah,
0: yeah. Maybe. It was it was unbelievable, uh, and I remembered. Uh, When I watched that game, I remember I said he's the new Mike Dick. And Mm -hmm. and I said he's a better version of Mike Dick. Mike Dick tweeted after that game that he's better than I was in college.
1: Um, All the the NFL haters on Lamar still don't understand that. Still don't understand I still see him popping up
0: in these first round mocks. Still don't
1: understand people saying that he can't play quarterback and these situations. I've seen him in first round mocks. That's all that matters. When your
0: name is in the first round mocks. For sure. And like I said, mark my words, people win. The time comes, he's going to shoot into the top ten because his workout is going to. Oh no! Yeah, his, workout, his workout is going to blow. People a little says every year, what he is better than he was last year passing sure. the football. Yeah. You see the head turning. You see him hitting secondary. Right. You know, what I'm saying tertiary reads. Oh. Yes, busting it out on him, you, Pause. Oh. Uh, All right, a little Notre Dame wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You see, there. you see that. So. When you already see that he's better, and everyone that's watching him play is talking about how much better he is. Mm-hmm. His workout is going to be one of the all-time greats. Yeah, it's going to It's, it's going to be, be unbelievable. Yeah, it's going to blow people up. So off. you're telling me that this guy, the only thing that he has to know, I said the same thing about Cam Newton. When Cam Newton came out, he was like, oh, he'll go number 10 to the Redskins. I said, you are crazy. If he nails the, bo- uh, the chalkboard yeah. and has a great workout, he's going number one. Yeah. Lamar Jackson, if he nails the chalkboard, he is going to go number one because you're talking about a guy who the scouts, uh, I mean, you can't ask for a better person, a more humble, mm-hmm. uh, you know, people person than him. Yeah. Okay, so that's already out the way. Character issues, there are none. Right. Then you're talking about this guy gets in there on the chalkboard and he's drawing up pro concepts and killing that. Mm-hmm. Okay, then you go out there on the turf and he's going to run 4-3. He might run a 4-2. But you're talking about probably a, I would guess, I'm pretty good at guessing 40 times, I'm guessing mid 4-3 to low 4-4 at the slowest. And his coach, Bobby Petrino, said something that I thought was very true. And he said, I know what I see when I watch this guy. He said, uh, what just happened? He said, I'm going to keep talking anyway. He said that, you know, we're witnessing uh, one of the all-time greats. in in this game, and he really is, and he's not getting the proper credit. So, yeah. Uh, boss of the week before we get out of here, because we pretty much have made our picks in most of these games. I mean, who cares anyway? Yeah, yeah. Uh, kinda, my boss of the week off. is my man John Willie Walford. Uh, you know, over 350 passing on last week, uh, just ridiculous last week. Um, he was outstanding. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna go him. Led the Deeks to 64 points. Um, you know what more? What more can I say? Uh, word to Jay Z. Who you got?
1: Um, I'm gonna
0: have to give it to my man AR17, aka
1: Ratatouille.
0: Yeah, Queen City it, too. Even though he City. plays for the Heels, he's but a
1: beast. He, yeah,
0: I, I gotta get. It. Yeah, Queen I City. mean,
1: opens the game, and for for people that aren't picking up on my stellar nicknames thrown out there, Anthony Ratliff Williams. Yes, sophomore wide receiver from my North Carolina Tar Heels. We're going super homer with our boss of the weeks this week. But okay. uh, he opened the game with well, 90- worthy, worthy. Yeah, yeah worthy.
0: Anthony Ratliff was. He opened the
1: game with a 98 yard touchdown kickoff return. Uh, he threw a touchdown in the second quarter, then caught the game winning touchdown in the fourth quarter. And in between had an amazing catch later in the first quarter. Um, first guy first guy since like 2000 uh, to, in the FBS to throw, catch, and return a touchdown all in the same game. Yeah. So I thought, I'm very excited about the future of yeah. that guy. I thought um,
0: when he went up and, the, the and got switched to receiver, I thought that he might disappear into the abyss. Because I remember watching him play when he was at Butler High School here mm-hmm. in Charlotte. Um, so yeah, man. My man playing. also has swag. He rocks his grills during the game. I see that. Yeah, that I like, one, it. Little, I like I, it. I like that. I'm a little question. I, like I didn't it. see a lot of that in high school. I like so it. I'm a little questioning <laughs> that. I didn't see that in high school. So now I'm just like, you get into college it. and kind of, mm-hmm. you know, man, I don't yeah. know about that. Right. So anyway, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that wraps up week twelve. Week twelve mm-hmm. edition of. About that action You already know Pat Tell them where They can find you You guys can Holler at me on uh,
1: Facebook Patrick K. Ronan Or you can uh, Catch me on Twitter At PK Underscore
0: Ronan All right, You catching catch me On Twitter At West Got Range On Facebook West Bryant Or my YouTube channel uh, West Bryant Live uh, We out of here We'll see y'all next week Be wow. nice to people